Hi! <laughs> Welcome to Sex and the Sex. In the Sex. This is a Sex and the City podcast. My name's Anna Wolf. I'm an actor, comedian, and writer. And I've seen all of Sex and the City. My name's Evie Majumda, and I have seen all of Sex and the City as well, and I've seen them lots of times. My name's Jordan Barr. I'm a comedian, and I'm seeing them for the first time. Never seen it before this time. And we have an incredible guest. Guest, could you please tell us who you are? Hi, my name is Vidya Rajan. Um, I'm a uh, comedian and writer as well. Um, and I have also seen Sex and the City at least twice now because I rewatched it recently. So good. Was that in preparation for this? Were you like, it was not, but coincidentally, <laughs> it was close in time to this. <laughs> oh, fantastic. And what's your like re- relationship with Sex and the City? Mm, well, it was mostly like it was on after school. School, I think like reruns of like it had already finished but it was like on um and so you'd come home and you just watch it while you ate um <laughs> you know that's how some of us were raised yeah. uh, and and I guess it was yeah it taught me um that women like sex <laughs> yeah <laughs> crazy no no yeah. no disgusting yucky Ooh, yuck yuck you're yeah, on the wrong so, podcast um, I think that's, yeah, that's my relationship with it. <laughs> nice. Um, are there any, if you had to say you were, you related to or you were any of the characters in Sex and the City, which one would it be and why? Um, I mean, I feel like it's a cliche for like anyone who's a writer is like, I'm a Carrie, but um, I feel like I'm a Carrie Miranda cross probably. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah. Has has a certain annoying whimsy to life, but then actually also gets very irritated at all of at anyone who's um being an idiot. Like, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. No, you're yeah. speaking yes. to three Carrie Mirandas right well, here. Well, you so did great. get it. You did um law before writing, that, didn't you? That's also part of yeah. the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Miranda seems love the law, which I cannot relate to at all. She so, like <laughs> wants to be a partner it. and shit. So yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Um, yeah although she doesn't really talk about it very much does she we haven't heard her do anything except like eat cake and do shit yeah I feel like she achieves it pretty early on in the series and then it's just fine she's like like, I'm done now I'm done I'm a partner now it's all about oh I can't remember if this has happened yet but Steve and babies yeah Steve definitely Mm. happened Steve happened. Steve has happened. No, 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 no. You're fine. It's fine. fine. I've seen really to get so used many to spoilers. Turn. Yeah, it's all good. It's Jordan's fault. It's Jordan's fault for not fucking watching the series. Grow up. Like, grow the fuck up, Jordan. I thought you were this. telling me to throw up. Throw up. Throw up, Jordan. Throw up. I want to see what's inside you. Nothing. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, um, no, that's a. Uh, uh, it's interesting the Carrie Miranda mix. I feel like it's a very kind of true. I feel like a lot of uh, people I know relate to that the most because I feel like if you just say that you're just a Miranda, similar to someone else I know who was on the podcast recently who said she was just a Miranda, I feel yeah. like you're you're ignoring your uh, the fact that you yourself are very annoying and make a lot of mistakes and are selfish. No, but maybe that's just me. Maybe that's why I relate to Carrie because every now and then I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, shut the fuck up, you fucking bitch. Well, I mean, but that's why you're not a Carrie. Oh. Yeah, everyone in the, on the podcast in the arts 
in some way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't gotten any like scientists on or anything. Yeah, it's like default carry though, isn't it? Like, absolutely. We need to get. We need to diversify. (laughs) Yeah, we need to get some scientists on. Just get some doctors on. (laughs) Imagine if we got an accountant on. That would be weird. (laughs) It would be so weird. (laughs) Before you finish, you should get one of each of their professions. Like you should get a publicist. gallery curator who gives it up to become yeah, a wasp oh i don't know if i'm spoiling again no that's all good that's <laughs> fine <laughs> yeah. what's um, samantha hr or something pr, a, no, she's, PR. PR. Yeah. she's not hr jesus christ she's definitely oh my HR, god no. she's cool irvy she's not hr <laughs> my dad keeps telling me to like pack it up and do hr he's like no you'd be great it's like what you love you love hr i'm like it's not the same <laughs> he's the like fuck? the arts is obviously hr <laughs> How does does he connect those two things? Because there's humans in the Um, arts. It's only (laughs) recently that he's started to be like, oh, okay, so you like the arts. Like before I was like, I just don't understand. Um, Then now it's like, yeah, it's like, he's like, you know, you love people skills and that's what HR is, is people skills. Um, So Mm -hmm. that's the link for him. HR is firing people. Yeah, Yeah. I know. It's weird. He's like, it's that and change management. He thinks I'd be good at that. HR is protecting the company from its staff. Yeah. Yeah, I think he knows what H. He was telling me I should make like instructional videos the other day. He's like, you love teaching? It's great. You can make some instructional videos for the workplace and corporate jobs. I'm like, yeah, that's what I was born to do. I mean, sure. My mum is always trying to tell me to do like corporate confidence building. Totally. Like, it would pay a lot. Like, I've done why that. Why would you ask? Yeah, I would <laughs> never do that. In my, could you imagine if I got up there and was like, oh, God, it's hard. Ooh, and we're all hideous. Ugly people. <laughs> I did the, the uh, confidence video for those year 11s. I reckon you did oh, that. That's not right. corporate. <laughs> I mean, they were in skirts and blazers. So what tell me. What did you teach you tell- them about confidence, Anna? Um, when? When did I? What, what, what did you teach what them? Did you uh, I, I think I was just, um, uh, I, I made a video and there was a bunch of different comedians talking about what, what they wish that they knew in, in year 11. And essentially oh, so it was cute. just kind of, yeah, it was really, it was, uh, it was cute in the end. I actually don't know what I taught them, but I think I just showed a lot of confidence and was like, get it? <laughs> Try it out. No, I think it was more. It was more just that. Yes, year eleven's shit right now, but um, you know, these are some things that you should focus on. And um, um, you know, you, you don't got have some to, cute messages. In I did. Yeah, people. I forgot what I even said. It was a pretty. I, I mean, I prepared a lot for it, but I, I don't remember what I said. I'll send you the video, Vidya. Yeah. Let me know what you think. <laughs> I would you. love your insights on it. <laughs> um, and I think who asked you to make it, or was it like a paid thing? Uh, it was paid. Oh, it was, it was paid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't just me sending in a video being like, hey, gals, what do you think? <laughs> um, uh, no, I was asked by um, uh, someone there at the school. Oh, that's so cute. Um, and they asked oh, me again cool. this year because it went so well. Um, you and video? So yeah. Oh. Um, I, uh, do you think you're your school's most successful graduate? No. Oh, my God. They no. went to the same school, these two. Yeah. No. Oh, what was it? Yeah. What, um, it was we went uh, to Carey. Carey. Kerry Baptist Grammar School. Yeah, Baptist oh, I don't know. See, I'm not from Melbourne, so I don't know what that that oh, what I'm supposed oh, good, to do. I don't know <laughs> so much about it either. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, a, it's just a, it's a private school in the kind of Q area. Oh, similar oh, to like MLC and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am in a position. What you know how there's that conspiracy theory going around about Dan Andrews getting pushed down the stairs by Lucy Fox's nephew or whatever. I was like, I know that guy. He is not going to push anyone down the stairs. 
but we're not the most successful because there was a lot of um there was a lot of uh, intelligent ri- people yeah, intelligent oh, people and also <laughs> rich people whose parents gave them jobs um, yeah yeah so. yeah but uh, i went dad- we went to our 10-year reunion recently and it was great and I, I felt very successful at that reunion that's nice that's great yeah thank you good for you thank you Ever, <laughs> <laughs> you are such a cunt to us god why are you so rude to us oh my god that must good be nice i'm <laughs> proud of you <laughs> how, how long have you been out of school vidya oh what is it now 12 13 years did you go to your reunion oh god i don't know I'm so, I, like i said i'm bad with time um <laughs> no i didn't i didn't also because we had a really morbid reunion before our actual reunion um because someone from our year passed and then everybody went to the funeral mm. uh, and then I'd seen all those people who I didn't really want to see anyway and then mm. it was their circumstances and then our reunion was like a couple of years after that um mm. I think I think a lot of people didn't go because they were like we're good yeah <laughs> we've already seen it was it a what kind of school did you go to it was, was it in Perth a, yeah public school yeah um girls yeah. or co-ed uh co-ed Cool. I think all aren't all public schools co-ed. Um, here there's like a couple of um like selective schools and stuff that are girls, oh, um, like all boys, girls or whatever. whatever. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. it would be interesting to see what they do with like trans and trans like um enrollments and stuff nowadays. Like how do you like why is it only like, boys and girls? Would these you days? have to shift to another school if you come yeah. out? Yeah. Like or what if you're non-binary? Yeah. What if you're non-binary? I mean, I think. <laughs> The whole was yours was your private school co ed? Yeah. 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 It's probably healthier, right? Seems oh like my god. Segregating oh. for many I liked <laughs> I liked I liked being at a girls' school for the last four years, but that's only because I was like the biggest nerd and had no voice um until like year nine when I yeah. it's like when you go to like an all nerd school, um like if you're like slightly not a nerd, you're like cool. So it worked well for me. I, um, yeah. I feel yeah. like it's it's better I mean uh, this is from an outside perspective. It's less catastrophic going to an all-girls school if you're a, a, a woman or a female or a girl or whatever or than going to an all-boys school. Oh, like, boys school? That, never. That just seems like the – I think I could yeah. have had a great time at an all-girls school. Just like yeah. I, think I, I think I really benefited from going to a co-ed school mm. yeah. um, with both of the high schools that I went to. But um, the going to an all-girls school uh, – all-boys school if I was male at the time, so. I think it would be – the most toxic yeah most disgusting thing I've when people are saying it's good for like co-ed schools to um be the main form of schooling they're actually being like how do we stop the boys from turning into Rapists. the politicians of yes America. exactly <laughs> it's exactly. not about the girls the girls will be fine nope. yeah. <laughs> um exactly, totally it. well actual um i think the studies are like girls i i feel like it's different as well because like um private girl schools i think are like shit as well because it's just like bitchiness and stuff i yeah i just assume um, <laughs> i love that you you've got your own like so from your experience you're like yeah like private girl schools like they're fucked yeah they like, fuck you PLC. Oh. No, I'm just like nightmares there's like you hear rumors of like nightmare year levels where they're like totally fucked like it's like a toxic yeah. year and like stuff like that and then but then other times they're like this is such a beautiful group of like empathetic totally. teenagers and, then and our like, girls school like, used to get called like um because uh, our boys school the other select like the selective boys school um at melbourne high and they um they even they were like you guys are like the ugliest girls on the planet it was really mean like we were just like smart nerds and um they used to have a chant that they like chanted with melbourne grammar on the trams and they're like 
um if you can't date a girl date a dog if you can't date a dog date a girl from macrom and that was like all the private school boys our fucking sister school and then at the like formal they'd always invite like plc girls who are like these like private school girls um fucking scabs instead of us and i was like fuck you guys Jesus so yeah i've got to be with we should oh, probably get started time. about yeah, the, yeah. the episode oh, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so who's gonna john are you reading the synopsis i am this week? incredible so video we have a friend called kgf we've never met them but they write all the synopsis for um sex of the city series uh on imdb and it can be it can be a real minefield in terms of um <laughs> sentence structure and stuff like that That's the best. you're gonna love That's it this is another one from kgf <laughs> he he got pushed out in a couple of them um while miranda has the feeling there's a ghost in her apartment carrie feels haunted when she gets an intervention for uh, invitation <laughs> She gets an invitation for the new bar opened by Steve Brady and her own ex, Aiden Shaw, but considers he must go on, uh, he must go as a step to becoming friends again. Um, Samantha gets fed up with Maria's raving about relationships and just misses men's dicks. Charlotte feels. I don't think that's. I don't think that KGF, is. Don't be so shallow, honestly. KGF is not the wokest uh, on the IMDb website. Uh, Samantha gets fed up. Uh, Charlotte feels it was bad enough. Uh, Bunny dominated the interior decoration of their department, but when she dictates what type of bed they should get, and when she catches a cold, oh, and when he catches a cold, even moves in to nurse her little boy exactly as she always did. That's got to be one of KGF's worst. Yeah. That is really bad. bad. But you know what? I think KGF really uh, like represents well the way that we kind of speak on our podcast. Because I feel like that's the kind of <laughs> sentence structure that we use consistently throughout recording. It's just being yes. like, yeah, and then the bed and that's him and he did that. And that's what I feel as well. <laughs> Like, yeah, like I, I think KGF gets it. Oh, my God. What if we like did a call out and then got him as a guest one time? That could be you cool. We should do that. Yeah. <laughs> we could probably, like, the little, like, um, like uh, username is, like, a, a click- clickable. I might be able to contact them. Yeah. Ooh. But then will KGF listen to all the other podcasts <laughs> of us just fucking dissing them? Like, but being like, weird. KGF, it's what the fuck's wrong love. with you? Yeah, it's it is with love. love. Yeah, absolutely. We'll probably find out something, like, really harrowing about KGF's About KGF, and, yeah. And yeah. we'll get absolutely cancelled or something. <laughs> <laughs> Who yeah, KGF could turn out to be a real pest of some kind. Yeah, <laughs> maybe yeah. we better not reach out. <laughs> yeah, is, that the end, is that the rest of the is that synopsis? the end of the synopsis? Oh, that's it. That's yeah, that's it. it. That's, that's, amazing. All, that's all we got cool. this time. Um, we like to talk about uh, the episode in themes, um, mm. and I would like to know what your themes are, Irvi and Honor, for us to discuss. Did you forget, forget to write a theme no, down I again, Jordan? One. Okay, cool. Well, the overarching theme of this episode for me is ghosts because I consistently talk (laughs) about (laughs) ghosts the entire time. I mean, that is the theme of the episode. Like, it's like Harry's, um, what's her face? Uh, What's it called? It's her article uh, headline. Her monologue that doesn't make sense again. The good thing about Sex and City is it always tells you what the theme is exactly. yeah in the title it's cool <laughs> it was very funny Vidya uh in the like last couple of episodes Jordan she was like I just couldn't find a theme I just could not find a theme I was like Jordan they literally say the theme 
at the start of the episode, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, and also at the end when she summarises what's happened and that in, yeah. right in her column. Mm, I always yeah, wonder yeah. how that would actually be to read because, like, if you string all the sentences together that she says in the, like, in the voiceover throughout, I'm like, I don't think that's a good column. No, it makes right. no sense. <laughs> at the end of this one she says, I'm the ghost left but maybe I believe in them. It's like... <laughs> And you're like, what? Yeah, so, you know. Oh, Jesus so is the ghost Christ. there? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I also had ghosts. Um, how about you, mm. Irvi? Uh, good question. No, I did write down some things, but. You um, fucking did it. <laughs> like. I love that this McRob girl's done her fucking you know, I'm just exactly <laughs> distracted, guys. Um, okay, so Samantha's dress. Okay, no, I've got, um, I guess, if you really think about it, um, maybe, maybe like. Okay, so what and stuck out to me was like how annoying she was at the end of the episode. How um, throughout these last few, last few episodes, she really tries to get back in Aiden's um, books. And yeah. So maybe is your just theme to... how annoying Carrie is? Because <laughs> yeah. I, I think like that's, that. that's a good theme. I'm, I'm on yeah. board with that. Um, think... Yeah, maybe it's like maybe it's like um, when you try and blame stuff on a ghost, but it's really you. And yeah. you're the annoying person. You're the ghost. No, you, okay, look, what you were dead like, the entire time. Yeah, like maybe... no one knew because you are the protagonist. So everyone thinks that you're alive. Yeah. But then in the end of the episode, a little boy says, I can see you and you're a ghost too. Yeah. And then you discover that you were the ghost all along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Nice. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> no, what, okay, what's that maybe, movie? What am I um, talking about? The Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Oh, no. For anyone who hasn't seen it. <laughs> um, maybe uh, just like times in relationships where you have um, just overstepped the boundary or like you've been shit but you try and get them back. That's a really oh, basic sure. business. Something like that, you know. That's interesting, uh, Irvi, because I, I had a similar, as my other theme, not wasn't a theme, but a moment that I really wanted to dissect was the uh, Carrie Aiden cupcake moment. Yes, that's um, what I was talking about. Yeah. Being really shit. Yeah, that's okay. Cool. Yeah. So that's and the cake analogy, about. like it was just really, really trying. Mm, oh my god the keg analogy <laughs> yeah well, well jordan why don't you start with uh ghosts say what you want to say and maybe ask our wonderful guest a couple of questions about the ghosts and her mm-hmm. covered mm-hmm. vidya do you believe in ghosts um i i don't believe mm-hmm. ghosts okay. like actual ghosts yeah okay. Fair. Wrong. If you like, uh, ghosts are real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. No, this is the ghost <laughs> um, you know, Who knows? But I don't. Not in the way that we've seen. Mm. Yeah. I feel like whenever we think of ghosts, we think of like I just have this like really like colonial image of like some like Captain Cook type figure and like it's like <laughs> I don't know his what. Hand. Yeah, <laughs> so I feel like that's what I see in videos. But when I think about like spirits and stuff, I feel like I believe more in um like some sort of spirit world yeah like maybe. maybe there's some like energy remnants but even that yeah. i don't know like adam's travel pretty fast so i doubt it i don't know yeah yeah <laughs> whoa yeah big brains here big brains here. Yeah, <laughs> i think science um, whoa, oh whoa, 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 whoa. Adam. okay oh my god I can't get only around. adam i know is adam and eve uh, uh, the yeah. Jesus story of christ i don't know i don't i wasn't christ. baptized christ <laughs> was their baby Oh, yeah, yes, so that's what I heard. Christ was Adam and Eve's baby. Eve's baby. And then <laughs> Eve kicked Adam out because she was not having it. 
No, and she was mm-hmm. a strong single mother. She was. She was. <laughs> yeah, physically strong. Been through a lot. <laughs> Huge woman. <laughs> um, so no, I, I don't believe in ghosts. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't think I do either. I think that I've had plenty of opportunities for them to show themselves to me. Mm. Unless yeah. they just don't want to. Um, last night was really windy and I, I had, a, I was, I weakened and I thought maybe there were ghosts. Um, but then that's I wind. was, it's wind. Yeah. It was that's, wind. I always come back to that. Ooh, um, I read something really interesting lately, which is that a lot of people who have seen ghosts, um, actually are being poisoned by carbon monoxide. Like it's leaking in their house because it's, and it's often in old houses. So, it's like, <laughs> leaking. so they're having and like they did this study about it. And I was like, that explains so much. They're all just high on this yes. gas that's going to kill them. Vidya, as soon as I moved into this old house, I swore that I saw about five ghosts. Okay, I so, think that was the car. <laughs> and also this house smells weird sometimes. Like yeah, it was like a be- gas leak. Are you still and, there? Have you? Yeah, I'm still yeah, here. And so I'm having a great time. <laughs> yeah. You need to get that test. Yeah, can you get it tested on that? Honestly, I don't know how to do that. Because that could kill you. Well, I mean, I think technically your um your landlord has to take care of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't try and fix it yourself. And also, if you die, do it on the podcast. So we absolutely. Oh my god, that would be so good for us. (laughs) We need the ratings, please. And could you haunt the podcast? Yeah. Oh my god, absolutely. I would love to. Oh my god, and then Zoom can be our medium to get in touch with you. Because you're like forever stuck in Zoom. That would be a nightmare. <laughs> oh, awful. Jesus. But within oh, I... within this episode, we see ghosts in many different forms. Not necessarily the uh, Miranda having a ghost in her apartment. Yes. We see ghosts of um, uh, Carrie's past love, Aiden. Oh, can we just talk about how Miranda? Like it's not a about... ghost. It's just an egg. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah. This is a perfect example. <laughs> this is a perfect example of how we all fucking interrupt each other. <laughs> like this That's is great. it. We, yeah. Anyway, so what are you going to say? Miranda was talking about a ghost in her apartment and the incredible how Carrie centered herself in that situation by like th- like literally scraping the barrel for metaphors being like the ghosts of ex-boyfriends like no they're she's real a people <laughs> she's a bad writer I feel like Carrie is uh and it's never really spoken about but I feel like maybe she has like a really rich prof- prolific mom or dad uh writer or something maybe that's how she got this who, who's a writer or an author and that's how she got this position in this magazine that's how she affords her yeah. uh, lifestyle maybe she's got this kind of like i think she said she's flow. a single she had a single mom did, at some yeah. point but maybe yeah I i'm trying know. to figure out a fucking way wrong. as why she got this job <laughs> if, no. yeah it's just maybe the editor had a crush on her and wanted something that's how she comes from like a rags to riches that is how women that's how we're all here today exactly um that would be i mean it would be awful like obviously if that was true but if anyone had a crush on me oh i love it would be so good for someone Mm. to have a crush on me or any one of us right yeah i know i know it would be wonderful to a friend the other day i was like i feel like no one has a crush on me totally and i really sense that like i've been in a relationship for a few years it's and it's wonderful but i'm like but come on yeah yeah (laughs) i completely agree it's really upsetting as well and i I feel like 
Uh, I feel like we didn't even get a good like comedy festival for random people to get crashes on you, you know, from seeing no. the show. Yeah. COVID's ruined that. a lot. It's ruined a lot. Even though I'm in, even though we're all in relationships, we still want people to. That's why we're all slightly carry. I feel like because I feel yeah. like it's a very carry <laughs> mindset. Yeah, not good people. I, no. want, I want like that attention mm. and to rebuff it. Like, oh, totally. yeah. the power. Like, come on. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so good. Um, oh yeah, I, I and also, like, we're all minorly, I mean, I, I don't know, famous seems like a really huge word, slightly known, ever so slightly, in a very tiny section of the Absolutely. world. Absolutely. Mm. And that's the kind of thing they told me would attract people to you and that you'd have fans who have crushes on you, but nothing has happened. Totally, yeah. I never so, get any fan mail. No. If so anyone's like, yeah. listening, could they please send us could all please? a dick pic on Instagram? <laughs> and... I haven't had a dick pic in. And like 10 grand pics, yeah. I haven't <laughs> ever had a dick pic sent to me at this Neither. point. Have you had a pic? No. Oh, I haven't had these. anything. I haven't ever had it either. Apart from Jonathan, it doesn't count because we're in a relationship. So <laughs> it's just sad. Um, but... um, <laughs> yeah, have you had a penis or a vagina? I have in the funniest um <laughs> this is kind of <gasps> dark in the funniest it. um time um so I was in the emergency room uh and my mom <laughs> oh my god oh yeah Go my on, mom yeah. was like maybe dying uh, and then she's fine <laughs> she's okay she hasn't she hasn't been yeah. most yeah. but um so I was in the emergency room and like uh was like going through my uh, matches on like some dating app. <laughs> That's where the problem starts. So this is an indictment on me as well. Totally. Um, Cause there's nothing else to do really apart from stare at the clock and think about death. So mm. absolutely. Like, uh, and then somebody messaged me and it, like, I was like, Oh, okay. What's well, maybe I'll look at it. And it was a giant, giant dick. A giant uh, one. It was a big one. And was there like a scale thing going on, or I, think, I could just tell from like the objects in the room. Yeah. Um, also, at that point, when I actually opened it, I was outside my mum's room where she was like kind of coughing her life up. So I was just like mm. perfect timing. As yeah. I enter. <laughs> and I was like, I am going to hell. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Oh god. So that that was my most memorable. Bit exciting. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's huge. That feels yeah. traumatic. That feels. Um... I don't know. I was just like, it's life in all its glory. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dicks. Dicks, death. Um, it's a like family. <laughs> a good omen, though, because like your mum ended up leaving the emergency room. You saw yeah. a, a giant penis yeah, by all she accounts. Was okay. <laughs> maybe it was like the <laughs> universe the being like. Yes, yeah. maybe the universe was like life will go on. Life will and go it on. Did. Yeah. You know who's got a big dick? God. Maybe yeah. that was God. Maybe it's God sending your dick pic. I know. Oh, and I left him on red. Oh my god. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so what are you gonna oh, do? God. Oh, yeah, but Carrie, Carrie is super selfish in this episode. Sorry, I just keep because yeah. I'm. I feel like I'm usually the person who wants to speak off top, and we all we all do it. I, I'm trying to work out how to get Go back, back onto it. Selfish. Yeah. I like what Irvi said earlier about um, like maybe the ghost. I think you said this. The ghost is Carrie's own bad habits and her oh, patterns. Oh yeah. Um, I feel like I definitely wish I said that, but yes, yeah, <laughs> <what I said, laughs> that's what I took from. <laughs> Thank you, you know me so well. Seriously, that's what I meant. Um, so, yeah, it is. Her, I feel like that's what she's reflecting on. And it's, um, okay, so just to remind me, because this happens a lot with Carrie, but 
she so far in the series she's um cheated on Aiden and then they broke up at like Charlotte's wedding because mm. um she was like trying to get back with him but he's like I just can't it was like a really sad moment yeah um mm. and now she's acting like he's the enemy and she's like how dare you don't not invite me and then yeah. like how dare you don't give me some of your cake and just the way she goes about it being like I want the cake. He's such a child. It's like, and he's like, you can't have the cake now. And it's just like this, this annoying play. This moment is so triggering and disgusting for me, I think. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation with an ex or I don't even know if I have been in like this same situation, but the way that it was um, blocked and the way that the uh, it was written is just so disgusting that kind of like uh that desire for each other and both of you just like playing this weird mind game bullshit Mm. and and both I I don't know I just I thought the metaphor of the cake and everything was so disgusting like but you know what actually in a way I was like this is kind of um uh realistic because I feel like when you're in those situations you do weird shit that if anyone else saw it it would be so humiliating but in the moment you're like this is it this is perfect this is how we communicate yeah it was um disgusting how did you how did you all feel about that um moment yeah it was disgusting Mm. but I think it was relate like it was relatable like who hasn't kind of either been begged to come back or potentially try to re-seduce someone because you thought that was the answer to your happiness like I think yeah mm. I n- not with cupcakes and like bad metaphors but like no. the, the underlying <laughs> thing maybe yeah absolutely yeah. even totally. Aiden's response to it like I, I could relate to that too being the kind of person that's like hey oh you want this okay see you later <laughs> yeah and I think like I'm sorry I don't know if that actually came across in terms of what I was trying to say there I think but, it was yeah. good <laughs> yeah but being all kind of uh like trying to feel above like yeah. trying to almost seduce someone back and then drop them being mm. kind of like you can't have me yeah in a, in a, um, and, are you yeah. pro Aiden like do you think he's I'm not really pro anyone in any this of series. Them. Yeah. Um, I, I do think that Carrie is a fucking cunt to Aiden. I feel like Aiden's yeah, weirdly totally. controlling over Carrie in the beginning. Mm. And that's kind of strange. Mm, um okay. but I do think Carrie's a cunt to Aiden. I think Aiden deserves a lot better than um Carrie. Yeah. I think Carrie is Aiden's Mr. Big. Um, yes! yes oh my yes. god oh my god that's, oh, but that's how moment. yeah that's kind of how it's um uh, the sequence goes right because she experiences big and then she meets aiden so she does what, what he did to her oh yeah. wow yeah. absolutely patterns ghosts oh my god I ghosts. Think, i think in terms ghosts of real <laughs> relatable i feel like it is a bit relatable because i feel like in any relationship i don't know about you guys but i feel like I, when it ends i need to win in some way and like um, it's like yeah. you want it to be like the perfect <laughs> win <laughs> because like um, you don't want it to be like so devo it's like it's I'm really self-centered so I feel like if I break up with someone and they're like a fucking loser immediately after it also reflects badly on me because I'm like why would I date that person so I don't want to win so bad uh. that they've got no one but I want to win enough that like it's clear to the public consciousness that like I won um, <laughs> so in this <laughs> situation <laughs> I can see why like Carrie would be like oh shit I was a bitch to him I still need to win in some way so like maybe if I make him like me again um I still and then I can like dump him again I still win in some way if that makes sense that's that's very manipulative it is it is it's hard being a girl guys Um, (laughs) Um, do you guys feel like you need to win when you end when you break up or do you feel like 
kumbaya like we can all be friends i don't think i feel kumbaya like i don't yeah i don't think my boyfriend is like he's like no like each to their own like it just wasn't meant to be and like you know like they're a beautiful person but it's just whatever i'm like i never feel (laughs) that way i know i'm like (laughs) saying everybody dated was beautiful fuck them Um, (laughs) and so you're the most beautiful yes i make him say that every day (laughs) but also it's like yeah i just feel like anytime i've been with someone i'm just like i still need to be better than you because that's how life is i've only had one ex so uh and he and we kind of broke up yuckily and then I think I was really devastated. I was just so traumatized by the end of that relationship that after, and then he was so pathetic. And then I think I did have the moment where I was like, why was I dating such a loser? Yeah, when it comes I was such a cunt, essentially. And then, but then I was winning so much that it felt yuck as yes. well. I mean, not winning, but I feel like my life trajectory was going uh, in a really good direction and his was still chaotic as it always had been but I mm. wasn't able to see it as like a 19 year old and uh and then now I'm just like I hope he's okay you know yes, what I mean me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah eventually you get to that it's like a, obviously in the end I want everyone to be okay but no Evie the... you don't you <laughs> fucking don't you admit it very clear <laughs> specifically where you want all your exes yeah. to <laughs> what about you Jordan are you um like a... I don't, I think I just always want to be like, um, fuckable. That's really. (laughs) Like Like by them. Yeah. I just always wanted to be like, that was a nice fuck. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cause I don't really, I was until this, I wasn't in a long, until my current relationship, I'd never been in a long-term relationship, but I always had like little flings and little, Mm. um, little moments. And I've just like, there's only like a couple people where I'm like, I hope that you enjoyed your time and that you think on this fun. Like, but to be fair, all my the people I've said this before on the podcast, everyone that I've fucked wants to be my friend. Apart That's from the so people nice. That's so remember. cute. That's okay. so wholesome. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that though. I always want to be desired by people. Yeah, you always, always. want to be desired, basically. Um, yeah. Except know. except if I don't care. Like if it's someone that has once desired me. I want them to continuously desire me. If they've never mm-hmm. desired me, I don't care. But if they yeah. have once been like, oh, I desire you, I don't want them to ever stop desiring me because then I'll be like, what's wrong with me? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, I, I hope that they look back on things fondly and that we can hold a conversation. Yeah. Now. Yeah, and eye contact. Which is why Carrie, I feel, oh, here okay. is like trying to go like, um, trying to redeem herself in his eyes as someone who's like worthy and stuff because she like fully ruined it before. I feel like this that's what she's true. trying to do. But have she also ever, says yeah. something in the episode where she's like, I... It, I, or the episode before or the one before that where she was like, I, it's not over or I still wanted him or something. I don't know, yeah. but it was, it was dumb. Like, I, I think it was in this episode where she was like, oh, my ghost isn't a ghost. He's here and it's real or something. I don't know. Okay, right. Dumb. Where it's like, oh, <laughs> because he's opening up a bar, he's popped back into your life. I also love the fact that Aiden didn't invite Carrie and it was Steve. <laughs> yeah. And I also thought this was another, sorry, I'm saying that, eight No, that was like a huge, that she just was like, oh, it's definitely him who's invited me. Mm. I was like, he just think for one sec. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. He broke his heart. Yes, she's so fucking ticked off about this nod. And I'm like, you cheated on him. Yeah, like, you a long times. Yeah. You had an affair. Yeah. You lied. You lied a lot. You lied, a lot. yeah. 
Yeah, and when she comes into the bar with like her pot plant or whatever, and she's like spent like two days just like thinking uh, about it, and she's like, yeah, "Okay, she- I've come to the conclusion that I'm not going to come, but here's your pot plant. Thanks for the invitation." And it's named after the street because I'm a writer. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, the mulberry like, plant. No. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie yet again trying to convince us that she's funny too. Like, yeah. Oh my god, Carrie it. has never said anything funnier in her entire life. All of her jokes <laughs> are bad puns. I've already spoken about this. Samantha does way better puns. Oh at least god. Samantha's like puns or whatever are edgy and funny. Yeah. Yeah. Carrie's are like fiddly, fiddly me. Fiddly do. The only good one, isn't she? Oh, Miranda's okay, but Samantha's like the only one who I feel like. It's funny. Lives authentically. Yes. Yeah. Has like a consistent moral compass. I don't know. Yes. Totally. That's, Absolutely. That's what we believe here at this podcast. And we, yeah. We <laughs> constantly shit on Carrie. Irvi has a vendetta against Charlotte. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, inter- okay. Yeah. How do we rouse me up? Yeah. Way. I mean, Charlotte's <laughs> very problematic. Yeah. Well, and also well, Charlotte's like, ex as well. So, um, is that the name of his ex? No, it's Charlotte, the actual character. No, I don't know what I'll say. <laughs> um, I'm onto my second maker's mark. <laughs> my Zoom just froze, so I missed all of that. But um, what if we're just like, with... why do you hate Charlotte? So um, much? why? Um, this episode, she's actually I like her now in this season when she's getting a bit more force. But before, she's always just like furrowing her brow and being like, guys, like don't talk about sex, and it's just like annoying. Um, but this yeah. uh, this season, she's um sticking up to Bunny or whatever her name is, so it's good. Oh, oh my god, the Bunny thing. Yeah, okay, yeah. So... Let's talk in laws. Yeah, we don't anybody, but we don't, no one's married, but whatever. The, the, yeah, I mean, how do you feel about Bunny? I just, I love her performance in this. Yeah. Um, when she catches them and then she leaves and she's stammering and is like so flustered. I was like, that is some good control. Like, I was like, that actor's doing good. Like, I really enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, totally. I, I thought they good. reacted weirdly. It's like, wouldn't you be like shocked and not keep having sex? Oh, yeah, they um, kept going, didn't <laughs> yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah, the same thoughts. I thought the same thing. I That's was like, true. I could not yeah. imagine. But they also made a point of being like, it really turned them on. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, Trey has a mother thing, so it probably uh, helped totally. him. Totally. Yeah, he probably got like, super hard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it was he funny was when they were lying and... with the vix thing like when they were totally. vix on him he was awake, <laughs> he was awake. Um, it was funny um, when they were like lying on the beds in like the um trying on what what like bed store or whatever um and he's just like lying next to his mom and charlotte and... it's like very again like on the nose metaphor but it was funny it's interesting how they make all these relationships feel it because even though they seem so ridiculous part of me is like oh these are all real relationships like the Mm. characters and their choices that they're making make complete sense I believe all these um their their actions and the reasons behind it and all this kind of stuff I feel like the the Trey Bunny Charlotte threesome uh is a really nice little um I don't know character knit I like Mm. their their storyline because I love yeah Trey and Bunny I love that. I, and I also love the fact that that guy's from Twin Peaks and he's playing such yeah. a weird character in this. So funny. He does it so well. He's, yeah, he's good. Yeah, um, totally. Did you have thoughts on it, Vidya? Well, I mean, just on that whole threesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just the relationship there. Yeah, I guess uh, it's interesting to see that kind of representation of like bad in laws in. Um, mm in a in a show that's not Bollywood 
like totally <laughs> Bollywood's like, all about it <laughs> like the controlling mother-in-law right um, yeah but I guess yeah so it's like I guess that's like a wasp thing maybe or um mm. Mm. yeah Bunny is like my dad's mum <laughs> really yeah. yeah yeah she's super but in a really fucked way she's not like organized or anything she just claims to like know what kind of beds are the best beds and you're like no you don't know anything about beds anyway i've gone to but like what's with also, the in-laws and beds why i don't get it <laughs> but just like overly mothering their sons as well yeah. and just being like oh, my beautiful boys like, yeah i feel like indian sons would have to face this a lot or like sons and mothers and stuff because i think yeah. it is like i don't it's know like, if yeah sorry you go no it's like the plot of every indian tv show yeah it's like you can't you can't be married to someone and not hate their mom. It's just yeah. like a um, thing that you have to do. I, yeah, I don't. Has has the episode happened where like they're at the tennis courts? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. yeah, that was really I really loved. I think yeah, but he's a delightful character despite being you know That's weird. Uh, yeah. yeah, when when some when they say Charlotte was was it fucking or kissing the gardener? I don't mm. know. Um, mm. And Bunny just like laughs and says, "You're one of us now." Yeah, <laughs> like one of my favorite moments. Like just like the the cool waspishness. I think that's the difference between like the Bollywood mom. Oh, uh, totally. Yeah. Like kill <laughs> you at that point. Yes, you wouldn't get a pat on the back for that. No, but I think yeah. I don't know. Bunny yeah. seems calculated as well. Nothing that she does is like on a on a whim for me. Apart from like, no. like when she's flustered, that's when she's like stuttering with the basket, being like, yeah. oh, she no. didn't plan for that." Yeah, <laughs> uh, shows that how money is such an important part of that relationship. But the fact that infidelity isn't even an issue, totally. Because yeah. like, like, why it's... would this be an issue when we can afford for it not to be? totally i feel like indian or like bollywood films just have all it's like sad because it's like all of it's like all of that without the money and like the um <laughs> coldness it's like no you would yeah. just do what i say because of like emotional manipulation and that's because it. of tr- yeah like the cultural pressure yeah um, <laughs> yeah what are the other ghosts in here oh there's steve we haven't talked about steve, steve and miranda like steve is the ghost of miranda maybe yeah and then and- samantha's ghosts as well Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. is this where yeah, she's dating the Maria. what's her name? Maria. Maria. Yeah. yeah. And they gave I was laughing so much because I was like, they really like it's a throwaway comment, which is like, all we do is like have baths and talk all the time. But it's, it's so true. funny that they are constantly having baths. It yeah. made me laugh so much. Yeah. And like to the point where she's like, Oh my god, we're hanging out and it's dry. <laughs> like it's <laughs> absurd to be doing anything apart from having a bath that I was like, Yeah, dump her. Yeah, I feel like they're like conflating like um, these like sapphic relationships into like all you do is talk about your feelings and have baths, which is like totally. sure whatever. But in this specific case, I'm like, yeah, Samantha, all you do is have baths. That's wild. Like, that's yeah. like a thing to do. I mean, this show has interesting like lesbian representation. Like, there's mm. that episode with Charlotte where the power lesbians in the art world. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That? yeah. And then this is the second time, probably. Mm. It's a, it's, yeah, it was, we were talking about it a few episodes ago where we were like, it's, um, because as soon as Samantha gets into this relationship, none of the other girls like ask her a question or they take it as like a joke. 
Um, yeah. So it was a little bit disappointing that like just after that episode, they turned straight to being Sam I know. Nerd. Like Samantha could have been a, a bicon, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. <laughs> but like at least one more episode, like give it a little bit of time and then move on. But it was just like, nah, she sucks like straight away. And it I was wonder- fully like, oh, yeah. penis, what about the dick? <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's not coming back for the new movie. Samantha, no. yeah, I know. Yeah, so I hope they've got her like, a wife and she's in Iceland or something. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. What <laughs> if they like nice open end. it at her funeral though? I feel like the yeah, if they kill her. I feel, I'm scared they're gonna kill her off. I feel like it would have been better if she's just like, I've had enough of you. I'm going. Mm. I wrote this down in the last episode that we watched, but I was like, why the? F-? I know. I was like, Samantha, you're so good for putting up with these boring average women you know what I mean like comparatively to her the fact that she's in this friendship group and she calls these women her like soulmates in a way Mm. like how does that work like what does she actually get out of the relationship she puts so much into it she's Mm -hmm. so open and vulnerable with them they're always so negative when she is vulnerable to them she is just a giver she's a constant giver she doesn't take anything (laughs) yeah that's so interesting yeah I think maybe because like they're all of a generation where like female friendships were just formed by being like in the same place and like Mm. hot or I don't know like and they're all single so it's like like, they're like we're single girls in the city like yeah that's how they bond and and then they like made a whole generation of women like that as well like like, my martini and my girls like my my (laughs) rings. Yeah. yeah actually that blew my mind uh i watched pose I, i've watched all of pose in this lockdown what's pose is, um it is a kind of uh, like soap opera kind of show not soap opera but it's just a, a show which is all about the ballroom um underground ballroom kind of culture oh. in the 1980s to oh, cool. 1990 to 2000 um and specifically like the trans community and the aids um, affected community within that but it's um, it's pretty average, it's pretty shit show. <laughs> like honestly, oh. like, I was watching. Okay, I think you were like, gonna say Pose Kitchen. Um, no. <laughs> no. Oh my god, yeah, I've been watching Pose Kitchen. Uh, Pose great. Yeah, she's yeah. great. Yeah. Pose great. Um, but uh, anyway, but it was really interesting. In one of the like last episodes, they're all uh, four of them um are at a restaurant. Um, and it's in like the early two thousands or like late nineties. And then everyone around them are having cosmos and they just make a comment about how now everyone's going out for brunch or like everyone's going out for dinner now because of that sex in the city show mm. or something. And it was interesting. It was the first time I was like, oh, did that create a cultural shift? Because it became mm. in vogue. Like for instance, cosmos became in vogue because of sex in the city. Yeah. And there were a bunch of other uh, like types of martini or, or alcoholic drinks that became like a thing. Yeah, um, yeah, because of Sex and the City, like, um, yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering if that, like, it actually was like a cultural. I mean, we talk, we, we've done a fucking podcast about this for the last like however many <laughs> years, Jordan. So of course it has like a cultural shift. But it would be interesting to know what, how that kind of happened, and like mm, how things yeah. kind of changed, and whether yeah, people did just start hanging out with their female we, friends and yeah. going out. Yeah, I definitely like yeah to see themselves like those girls a lot, like. And, Can um, you repeat what you said? Sorry, you just froze for a second. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was saying, I definitely think people try, like, of that, because, like, my cousin um, maybe, you know, was, like, more of that kind of time when it was aired. She was watching it for the first time. And I think she definitely, like, that group of girlfriends would try and see themselves that way. But I don't mm. know if it's, like, I think every generation would do that with different 
shows. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I think just being out in the city, I feel like every time we're out in the city, we're like, sex in the city. And it's just like, yeah. it's just because yeah. it's like very, like, it's in the title. It's like, yeah, it's like nice. being sex in some form. If you're in the city, like drinking a and cocktail. Who are you? Yeah, I mean, I don't feel, I don't want to presume, but I don't think any of us like actually aspire to be that. Or, like, I that fully was like, I was like, I need to be Carrie. I think it was uh, just like. Did you have a phase? Yeah. Was this I used to, I said before, I used to like write poems about it and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was like but I think what I was going to say before with Carrie and her parents so there is one episode I don't know if you've seen it yet but it's not a spoiler but she's basically talks about like a father figure and how she grew up with like nothing and now she's like in New York and stuff and yeah because I was like I always looked at TV shows to like give me all the answers for my life yeah, and, like take friends take boys get it but then I'm like well, how do I do with my parents and like being ethnic and like um you know like all of that side of yeah. um, my life wasn't represented on TV um, so then I was like always like looking through episodes of Sex and the City to try and find like family stuff, but there's like nothing on her family. Oh, that's so heartbreaking. So, <laughs> it's really sad, like poor brown girl being like, Where are your parents? Like, like why are they, are they not controlling you? About poor rich why aren't you getting a women? call from your dad every day asking where you are? Um, <laughs> Maybe like um the orgasm is like their phone call from their dad. Yeah, like, yeah. They're just coming. <laughs> So I think for me, I was like, oh, I want to be like in the city and especially that episode where they sing, oh, they don't sing, but the music is like Hot Child in the City. And I was like, hot that's child me. in the city. Yeah, yeah like, I want to be in a hot apartment. I want to be like smoking with my friends, like living the life. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> so yeah, you know, guys, it's going well for me. <laughs> yeah, my of course. Um, I don't know. I feel like the only thing I can compare, like that I actually felt like, was it? it's like Harry Potter. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's the question which harry potter house is which sex in the city girl oh my god oh, yes no, that's a fun <laughs> but then i feel like you're forced to say that like carrie's in gryffindor no and, like, clearly just, samantha's like... gryffindor she fought cancer yeah, yeah. but she's slytherin like she's too no, hot no carrie slytherin. slytherin samantha's gryffindor um charlotte's hufflepuff and miranda's ravenclaw <laughs> I would definitely even swap yeah. Miranda and Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Charlotte's yeah. a bit colder. She could be Ravenclaw. Miranda's actually secretly Hufflepuff. Yeah, she's kind of a bit of a dork, isn't she? Yeah. And I always, um, uh, I always find it funny when people claim to be from Slytherin or like proudly say they're Slytherin because I'm like, aren't they white people. supremacists? Yeah. Like, isn't that like the like the theme in the book is like they're all Nazis? Blood like, purists. Yeah. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> they're like. <laughs> One time now there's many play. problems with that whole oh thing. my god throw a stone <laughs> a problem. Yeah. there was like a part of our school where we always used to um like if you were like cool you could go go and smoke a cigarette in year 12 um and then the one day that I wasn't there Draco Malfoy was like going across Albert Park with um his like golf course or something and the, all the girls were like screaming it was like Draco Malfoy's at our school um and I missed it so <laughs> still think about it and everyone said he was really hot so he yeah. could have been your boyfriend. Yeah, he would have fucked I could you. Have been... <laughs> it would have been like underage you. at the time. <laughs> yeah, that's a positive. I wouldn't have cared. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh, so anyone in Hollywood, they don't care. Sliding um, doors, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's it. <laughs> um, 
We should. We'll t- quickly talk about Steve and Miranda, and then we'll we'll have to start Wrap um, wrapping it up. Yeah. Um, okay. I really liked Steve and Miranda in this episode. I thought it was just nice. I th- obviously, it's very easy to make fun of Steve mm. when he when Carrie walked in with a pot plant and he said hey, and I was like. <laughs> Steve, I'm trying to help you. I picked up on I'm that trying too. to be on your side. But he was like, oh, what are you doing here? And, he, and then he literally said, Moanda. I was like, I'm, I'm trying to like you. That I is how he sounds. That's so rude. Like that. Yeah. He was great in this episode. He was, though. Yeah. Steve and Miranda should always be friends. That feels mm. like the right move. I thought Steve was really kind to Carrie. Um, he wasn't controlling or weird of Miranda. He was opened up. He actually applied himself and opened up his own bar, um, with Aiden. They've got a beautiful friendship there. Anyway. Yeah. I feel like Miranda, like she said he wasn't ambitious enough and then he went and did it Mm. and like he became the man she needed. Mm. Yes. He's also dating someone who is the same as Miranda. Like, visually, yeah. like same haircut, different hair color, but like same height, On. same like style. Yes. I was like, yeah, yeah. Ah, I mean, he's clearly funny. he's obsessed with her. Yeah, yeah. and they don't have a the weird cake scene, so yeah. I'm just excited for him to like fully become Doc from West Side Story. Uh, yeah. like, you kids coming around here? <laughs> I'm just imagining what he calls out. When they're having sex. Yeah, oh, God. Oh, Miranda. Oh, Miranda. I'm coming. I'm coming. Like he's running for the bus. <laughs> he's always like looking at her, watch me. Like, I got to go make partners. Totally. Oh, yeah, yeah. So let's get to what we rate the episode. Lydia, yeah. as our guest, out of 10, oh. what do you rate the episode? So much pressure. I don't even know what the table of things I'm measuring it against. <laughs> but um, we, we don't have a rubric. <laughs> we don't have a table. It's just how you feel. Just a, uh, like a vibe. Seven. Yeah, yeah that seems about right. A solid seven. Yeah. Are, are there any reasonings behind that? Just, just the vibe you get from it, or I mean, nothing kind of huge happening. I think you know, like it was. It's a. It, it's a good episode. It keeps you hooked. Like lots of interesting plot things happen. Mm. I'm taking points off for Carrie's annoyingness. Like mm. she didn't need to be that annoying. And for her, like her metaphors were really too much. Yeah. <laughs> like even more than usual. Very she was really bringing the episode down, I would say. Yeah. So for, yeah. For her plot. Um, but, you know, the Moanda did help get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Buffer five. Yeah. He sounds Absolutely. like a duck. He sounds like Daffy Duck. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of looks like, yeah, he's got, you know, duck lips. He's yeah. got that vibe. Yeah. Steve's like almost, I mean, I don't want to say he's almost hot, but he's almost hot. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah. dirt, like, he's like goblin hot. Yeah, yeah. he's goblin hot. Absolutely. Yeah. I can imagine his glasses fogging up. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you remember a really awful phrase um, that was in Scrubs? HFFA, hot from, hot far, from far away. away. Yeah. 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 Oh. It's fucked oh. up. Yeah. There's so many things we got told as teenagers, honestly. Oh, terrifying. Fucking so hell. terrifying. So many things to be concerned about. Some people say. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. But I can't get mad at everything, you know. I know. <laughs> we are who we are. <laughs> we are who we are. <laughs> um, I agree with you. <laughs> There's no sing the song. 
Um, I agree with you, video. I give it a seven. I think that there were some really nice bits in it, but overall, it, it felt like a bit of a filler episode. And I, I just feel for Aiden here. I think that Carrie is power hungry and loves the rush, loves what she yeah. can't have. Yeah, I give it a six because I didn't really concentrate during the episode, and um, there's probably a reason why. It's probably its fault. Um, Definitely, that's it. It should have grabbed your attention. I mean, yeah, just didn't make the cut. So make the cut. Um, I give it a seven because I really loved the Carrie bits of her being a fucking loser. And I loved Aiden leaving and her being like, what? Like, what the fuck? Like, what was that? Or him nodding at her and her just being like, is that all I get? Because I just thought it was so nice seeing the worst of Carrie. I fucking love seeing her being such Mm. a fucking loser. I love seeing her just be so Mm self-centered and shit and everyone Mm. having to put up with it because they're her friend. I love it. Um, so that's why I thought that was for me. I love that those moments. So that's why I give it a seven. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck Great. Yeah. Hopefully um, Carrie gets worse. Loving <laughs> shit, Carrie. Oh yeah. She will. I believe she, she will. I think she does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Um, I again, I think this is. I think something between Aiden and Carrie is gonna arc up again. This is my predictions. No spoilers. Mm. Yeah, I feel like something's gonna arc up again. I predict that Carrie will fuck up again, and I feel like it will be Mr. Big, and they're gonna keep trying to bring Mr. Big into this um into this world. Um, Vidya, we are recording a little bit ahead of time, but this will probably come out like in like a month. Is there anything coming up? in that time in July that you are excited about that you would like to plug? Oh, my God. No, you paused for a while, so I don't know what oh. you said. But I think <laughs> from, from the end of that, I'm getting that you're asking me if there's anything I want to promote in July. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in July. Um, like... No, I mean, uh, watch the sketches of the feed. They're online. Mm. I'm, I'm working on it till the end of July. Uh, awesome. So, yep, you can catch me there. Otherwise... I'm not doing anything. Wonderful. They're all great. So watch them. Yeah, 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 I would happily come back on this, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Please do. We need it. We need it. You don't don't often find three cool non-single gals who want (laughs) sex in the city. Straight monogamous to hang out with, yeah. our post being like wow i shouldn't have started this being single in a pandemic and i was like <laughs> sorry because we we're all like oh we haven't been single for like three years but here's what we remember <laughs> yeah. and then the whole conversation was like how hard it is financially to be single and it's like we're like lol yeah it would suck to go to a restaurant and have to pay stuff for yourself like ew. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm oh so glad God. someone makes me breakfast. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's nice to so have, have to... someone to touch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, all right. Well, see you later, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening. Please Bye. like our podcast and follow us on Instagram and send us an email. It's sexandsex at gmail.com. <laughs> send us an email. No one <laughs> Someone have a crush on us. So let us know if you have a crush on us. We all need it. Um, uh, thank you. Please validate. Please validate. what you like specifically about each of us. Don't yeah. just say you like all of us. Yeah, don't <laughs> ask generic <laughs> crush email. Please make it tailor made. Yeah, please. We need it. Tell us one thing you like and one thing you don't like, just to keep us motivated. What? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.